Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Well, this morning, as we gather here, we're kind of in between series. We wrapped up a series this last week called Summer Slump, and then next week we've got a new series called Rethinking Church. Today we're going to talk about yelling at God. Now, as you think about that for just a moment, i got a question. Have you ever, first of all, do you know what this is? Okay, everyone knows it's a bottle of Coke, right? Have you ever felt like a bottle of Coke? Now, as you ponder that for just a moment, you're thinking, no. Well, let me ask you this. Have you ever felt like a bottle of Coke? You know, and because it's a pandemic, I can't ask for a volunteer to come open this up. <laughs> now, I'm asking a question. Have you ever felt like a bottle of Coke? Have you ever felt so frustrated, so aggravated, so overwhelmed, so angry, you just felt like you were just about ready to do what? Blow up, right? I mean, if somebody just would take the cap off, it would just go everywhere. You know, in life, sometimes, sometimes we feel that way. Sometimes, you know, we feel aggravated and frustrated and hurt and worried and overwhelmed and angry. And it feels like it's just all bubbling up inside of us. You know, I know I've shared sometimes, I get that way when I'm driving sometimes, get to the roundabout, and I'm waiting for someone to go because it's not a stop sign. You know, the small moments. But in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of financial and economic uncertainties about whether schools should open or not open, and the politics in our nation and our world, and the chaos, everything just makes us kind of feel like we're ready to do what? Explode. Yes, we do that, you know, there's one place that's got an answer for you, Iceland. Actually, if you go to lookslikeyouneediceland.com, you can go there and you'll record your yell, and they'll send that yell, that frustration, that anger, that aggravation out into the openness of Iceland. You should try it. It's really quite relaxing, you know. Just go there, get on your computer, you know, don't do it. Don't tell anybody else you're doing it better yet. And just scream into the computer, and they'll send it right out. It feels really good sometimes, doesn't it, just to kind of let it all out? You know, all of that, that pressure that's building up inside of us, all of that fear and that anxiety and that anger, and we let it out. But what about yelling at God? Now, that kind of seems a little sacrilegious, right? If you yell at God, you're kind of just waiting for that bolt of lightning to come down and zap you one, right? Because it just doesn't seem like the right thing to do. Yet, that's exactly what we see unfolding here in this psalm that Shane read for us just a little earlier from Psalm 77. Let's read together these words, Psalm 77, verse 1. I cry out to God, Yes, I shout, oh, that God would listen to me. No, 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 see, you, you read that, but now I want you to read with a little bit of passion. All right, we're going to do this. If you're at home, you, know, you can really shout it out because there's no one else around. Let's read it again. I cry out to God, yes, I shout, oh, that God would listen to me. Have you ever felt like that? 
ever felt so frustrated, so overwhelmed, so angry about the situation that you are in right now, the situation the world is in, your family is in, whether it's economics, whether it's relational, whether it's your physical health, your spiritual health, you just felt all this building up inside and you just want to yell and scream, yet sometimes we think as kind of pious Christians, you know, we just need to keep it all contained inside, right? Even though it is all bubbling inside of us, and sometimes it doesn't take much the right person, you know. Oh, I could hear that. Um, the right person touches that cap. Dale said, don't use that. Please use a can. That's why he sat a little further away. That, that, you know, just like that bottle of soda that we're just going to explode, we're just going to explode. Yet here's the truth that we see in this psalm of David. That God would rather us run to him, rather come to him in anger than run from him in anger. Think about it for just a moment. God would rather you come to him. He'd rather have you running to him in your anger, in your frustration, in your fear and anxiety than running away from him. And this is exactly what we see unfolding here for David in Psalm 77. Now David wrote most of the Psalms. And in fact, what we see in many of the Psalms is David being very honest and real, this kind of real, raw relationship that David has with God. That he cries out, that he hurls his frustration at the creator of the universe. But he knows that God hears and listens, even though as he's struggling with this, and I don't think he wrote this as he was struggling. I think he probably wrote this sometime after he'd processed something, sometime after he'd questioned God and was angry at God. And we, and we see this unfolding as the verses continue, 7, 8, and 9. We'll read together. Has the Lord rejected me forever? Will he never again be kind to me? Is his unfailing love gone forever? Have his promises permanently failed? God has forgotten to be gracious. Has he slammed the door on his compassion? I, I love that visual image there. This idea, has God slammed the door on his compassion? Has God completely forgotten about who I am, about the situation that I am in? Am I all alone in what I'm going through? I don't know about you, but I know I've felt like that sometimes. Felt like that, God, why is this going on in my life right now? Why am I experiencing this? What, what did I do, God? It kind of makes it sound like Job, right? If you know Job's story in the Bible, God, I am so angry. I'm so frustrated. I'm so hurt. And yet sometimes we think we have to have kind of these, you know, poetic, flowery prayers like we might have in church. When again, what God is really looking for us is to be honest and real with what's going on inside of us, what's going on inside of you. Because God would rather you come to him in anger than run away from him in anger. We see this in a movie from 1997. The movie is called The Apostle. It's written, directed, and starring Robert Duvall. It is this great story of this southern Pentecostal preacher, Sonny, who, you know, is just so frustrated. This great clip here. He's so frustrated, so angry, so overwhelmed, and he's pacing back and forth, and he's shaking his fist. He's angry at God, and he's letting God know it. But he's also a great example of what David does here in this psalm as he's shaking his fist in his anger. 
And again, this is not the only place that we see, you know, David express this anger and this frustration at the creator of the universe. He does this. He doesn't fear that God is going to strike him dead with a lightning or come down and step on him and squish him like a bug. But rather, the God of the universe is big enough to hear his frustrations, his hurts, and his anger. We hear this in Psalm 13 and Psalm 61. We read Psalm 13, verse 1. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? Now think about that for just a second, you know, this question, long, how long, Lord, how long are you going to forget me? Forever? I feel like you've forgotten me, like you've abandoned me, that you don't care about me. Psalm 61. Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth I call to you when my heart is faint. When my heart is faint, when I feel overwhelmed with frustration, with hurt, with doubts, with fear, anger, God, hear me. And God invites us to come to him. He reminds us through our Savior Jesus Christ that he is always, always with us. That he never, ever abandons us. He never abandons us because he abandoned his son, our Savior Jesus, on the cross. When his very own son called out to him, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why have you abandoned me? But he was abandoned because he took on himself all of our sins, all of our anger, all of our frustration, all of our doubt, all of our fears. He took it all on himself at the cross. And in his death and in his resurrection, he guarantees that we have a God who hears, who listens, who cares, no matter the emotions that we have to express to him. And I love what David does as he processes this journey that he had been on. Verse 11, he writes these words we read together. But then I recall all you have done, O Lord. I remember your wonderful deeds of long ago. You know, the reason that we do this as we gather for worship, whether we're online, in person, watching on YouTube later on, or a podcast, the reason that, you know, we stay connected in God's Word is that it helps us remember God's promises, especially when we're hurt and fearful and angry and overwhelmed, that we have a God who's true to His promise to love us and be with us and hear us. Because again, our God would rather us come to Him in our anger, then run from him in anger. So here's a challenge for us. You know those moments when you might feel like this, you know, bottle of Coca-Cola, you know, and, and that pressure and that frustration is all building there. You can see all the bubbles bubbling up there. Is that, you know, we go yell it out on the mountain. That we come before God and we scream and we vent because we know a God who hears us and loves us, and the God who is there for us in his son Jesus Christ. The challenge for us is this. As you think about this week, as you think about everything that's been going on, really from the beginning of this year, and that will most likely continue for months and months to come, all that frustration, that fear, and that aggravation, and that anger, that we run to our God. We run to him and ask this question of ourselves often. Where in your life do you need to be honest with God about your feelings? Where in your life do you need to be honest with God about the fears and the frustrations, the sense of being overwhelmed, 
the sense of being stepped on, the anger and anxiety that you may feel, that you run to God with all of that emotions, with those raw, genuine emotions, and feel the embrace of a loving God who's always with you. We pray. Lord God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of your great love. We thank you and praise you, Lord, that like David, there are days, there are moments we are so frustrated, that we are so fearful, that we are so overwhelmed, that, Lord, we feel like everything is against us. Lord, we are angry at, at others, angry at ourselves, Lord, even sometimes angry at you, the God of the universe. And yet, Lord, you invite us to come and to yell. Lord, we're thankful that, you know, we can go to places like Iceland and yell out to the wilderness, to the nothingness. Lord, we're thankful most especially we can yell out to you. That you hear our frustrations, you hear our fear, and you hear our anger. Bless us, we pray, Jesus, in your name. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, 